Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, you can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number. And we are at your mercy Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. as usual. Uh, What's going on? What's uh, What's good in Seattle? Oh, no news. It's the same old, same old shit here. No Dad. news. We're we're still going on, unlike James Comey. I suspect some people Ruh-roh. might want to talk about that. I've, I don't even know. I've not looked into this too much. Uh, so don't expect me to be able to answer the great mystery of the day or the week. This guy's just canned. I'm a little seemingly baffled. out of nowhere. So if anybody can fill us in, like with the details of this, because I was working on a video um, all day yesterday, and then. <laughs> Haven't done much today, so I'm not super, super clued in. Or maybe we'll talk about something else, you know, space technology or whatever else we get calls on. Uh, People are familiar with the rules. Mostly, if you are new, there is a uh, link to the Discord server in the description of the YouTube live stream. Once you're in the server, put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who got here first. We go on a first come, first serve basis. Patrons of the show or of us individually get priority. Uh, So if you are a patron, you're not marked with that cool orange marker in the server. Let us know. We'll get you marked. Uh, let me know by email or a, a Patreon message, uh, by the way. Sometimes people are confused as to how to get in touch with us. I'll say straight up, um, there's a, I get a, like, as the show is live, I get like a million Discord direct messages. I can't keep up with them. So if you, if you need me, like email me or, or tweet me or um, Patreon message if you are a patron because uh, I can't keep up on the old Discord. Yeah, and, um, and that goes for me too. I cannot watch the live chat and the Discord Discord chat. And so, if you need to tell me something, tell me in the live chat because I've got to watch it for super chat anyway. <laughs> That's right. And we will take your <laughs> questions in between callers via super chat if you choose to do that. If you can't make the show live, we do take your questions by email uh, or comments by email, or you can make a brief uh, video or audio recording for us, put it on YouTube, unlisted, send us the link. We'll play the audio on the show and give you a response. Uh, I think that's all I got before the show. Finally, I know this like echo thing from blonde has been a thing for the last little while and people call in and they hear an echo off your end. We think we got it figured out. We did a little, uh, testing earlier today and I think we've solved the problem hopefully. So yep. hopefully no more echo for you guys. Sorry about that. Anyway, let's, uh, let's check out the old roll call. Let's see who's here. Uh, Krista, the J was one minute early and the original unstoppable. Should, what do you think? Should we bend the rules? We we officially opened the roll call ten minutes before the show, but they were eleven minutes before the show. We'll let Chris to the jam. We'll just go in order. All right, Chris, hello, what's hello, up? hello. Hey, how are how is all my peeps doing today? <laughs> Good. How are you? Oh man, it's a it's a crazy news week, you know. It is. It is, especially with this whole Comey deal going on. Indeed. Yeah, I just find it hilarious because it's it just rise, raises the um the hypocrisy on the left. Cause there's, there's another story uh, that was sort of covered up by all the big ones this past week. And it was about, I'm not sure if you had heard about this, but there was a um, al- uh, rape allegation against uh, two immigrants in Maryland who raped this 14 year old girl. Yeah. The Rockville and this case. was back in March. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
well, the case has been dropped now. Yep. Yeah, we talked about it on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So I saw that, and I, like, I didn't even know about the case. Like, I knew about the case, but it wasn't from any of my liberal SJW friends on the internets or the interwebs or whatever you want to call it, who are always crying like, oh, you know, this guy got off of rape even though he he's serving time in jails. <laughs> he got off on rape because there's male privilege and white privilege and whatnot. I'm like, mm-hmm. this totally gets, goes against your narrative, but if you're truly upset about rape, you would focus on this story and be mad about this story even though the kids are immigrants that are here illegally as well as far as i'm aware yeah but there seemed to be a lot of evidence that it was consensual which is why they dropped it and then they're like we'll do this child pornography charge but that's only because she was sexting them right she was like sending them pictures of her naked body yeah apparently there was some sort of i mean apparently there was like they weren't super specific in the information that i read but um there's enough information you know present enough evidence present to be like this was consensual sex Okay. Did did um because you kind of framed this with the Comey thing and the 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 selection of uh, stories or or yeah the uh, events based on whether it fits your narrative or not. Yeah. But did you see? So I, I'm enjoying this Comey thing because it's exposing some hypocrisy all around. A lot of yes. hypocrisy on the left, where you know we hate Comey and we Trump, love Trump Comey. is we Comey's fault. But now we all stand behind Comey because we yeah. they hate Trump more than they hate Comey. So Comey gets a pass here, I guess. But did you see Stephen Colbert uh, do his bit on Comey last on his show last night? I oh. do not think I'm. I'm not a huge Colbert fan. I might. I'm sure, I, it was I don't watch it either. But I saw the clip online, so I might play it on Sunday. But um, Colbert goes out, and I guess they tape it. They taped the show earlier, right? It's not live at 10 yeah, or 11 yeah. at night or whatever. So he says, oh, man, only like 15 minutes ago, breaking news, James Comey is fired. And then the audience just erupts and cheers. Yeah. Woo. And then Colbert's like, uh, I guess there's a lot of Trump fans here or something. He wasn't expecting them <laughs> to yeah. like cheer, but they were. And then, of course, you have a lot of congressional uh, Democrats coming out and, and uh, yeah. well, I mean, you know, backing I never... Comey, strangely. I never really liked the guy. Like, I mean, I liked him because he seemed like a fun guy that you could go and get a beer with. Like, it, it was the same attitude I had with Obama, where it's like, yeah, he's a good guy that if you're the same age, you could go out and have a beer and just talk. But I mm-hmm. wouldn't r- want him to run this, you know, whatever he was running. Because with Comey, it was, he opened the investigation and then he closed it again. And it didn't, there was, and then he opened it up and he lied about right. how many emails were found on. Yeah. Wiener's I mean, it, it always seemed weird with him. It seemed like he's playing politics, but I can never tell who's politics. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, and it's, it's, and yeah. the point of the FBI, FBI is for it to be outside of politics, which right. is hard to do, of course. You know, if people are going to, you're going to be biased one way or another, and that's going to happen eventually. But the whole point is it's, uh, it's essentially a national police that will look into, you know, corruption scandals or, you know, just any sort of crime that could be dealt on a national level, which includes all of the politicians in D.C. and in the president and the Supreme Court justices or nominees or whatever. And it just seemed like he was never able to nail down any specific evidence with the whole Trump investigation with Russia and whatever, as far as I'm aware. And then, well, that's that's the big conspiracy theory now, is he was yeah, fired because he, yeah, even he was on the cusp of proving it. He had yeah, the whole it, case assembled and it was ready for delivery. Of course that's they right. would say that, though. If, and, and people in 
you know, Eric Bowling from Fox News, you know, he raises, and I know people are going to say, oh, Fox News, fake news. Um, but he made a great point of where if they, if he truly, you are fake news, very evidence, fake news. why has it not been released? That's the point. Like their whole point is to gather the evidence, right. make it clear to sit, to say what happened and then release it and let the justice department decide what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And, and, a good point that was made on the Fox News specialist, that new show that replaced the five, which replaced Tucker, which replaced O'Reilly when that whole thing happened. Wait, yeah. what time slot is it now? It's at five o'clock. The Fox News specialist is five. And then the five, the panelist five thing is at nine o'clock where Tucker was. And Tucker now is at Bill O'Reilly's. Bill O'Reilly's slot, yeah. 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 But it was essentially, he was essentially saying when he he made the recommendation that no legitimate prosecutor would bring charges with all the evidence that he presented to the congressional hearing. He stepped out of the role of investigator and into the role of prosecutor, which is what he was not hired to do. He was hired to get the facts and bring the evidence to Congress and to the DOJ. Is that common? We'll have to we'll have to let you go here after this. But I've I have no idea. Is is a recommendation a prosecutorial recommendation common from the FBI? Is that a thing that is ever? Because you're right. It's not his role to prosecute. Is yeah, that a thing I mean, that we see? I, I I don't know. Like a recommendation I mean, to the DOJ, say, you should probably, or should not do this. He could probably say personally to to somebody like, "Hey, if I was in your position, I probably wouldn't do this because there's." maybe not enough evidence in my opinion or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as, as far as the department goes, like, you know, as the police, they don't, the police don't recommend the, tra- they just, the police don't recommend charges. They get right. the evidence. And then the state or whoever is the prosecutor, they come in and they look at the evidence and see if there's enough evidence to prosecute right. and to file suit and file charges. It's not the job of the police or the FBI or, you know, whatever not whatever policing organization there it there is. It's not their duty to recommend charges. It's their duty to collect the evidence in case of charging. Right. Well, the saga continues. What will happen next for Mr. Comey? Who's next at the FBI? I heard um, speculation about Rudy Giuliani today. Maybe Rudy Giuliani will be that next. Was, I, I would think F- they FBI probably director. wouldn't do that just yet because I think there's still a few things going on with him and the Russian connection because that's one of the main reasons he wasn't yeah. attorney general when they were doing all the nominations. So I think that might still be a problem. I was hearing um, whoever the deputy uh, – general attorney general is i think they were saying he might do it or maybe chris christie i don't know it's been a while since i've heard from chris christie he's he he needs oh to yeah no, i know i was not. like oh yeah chris know. christie i right. forgot about him <laughs> we'll, we'll have to let you go chris but uh thank you for calling in Thanks and for um, well th- thank we'll, you so much we'll catch you next time see ya uh I, I, because I don't know what's going on in the chat, I never know if this is the real one or not, but I believe this to be the, the genuine unstoppable, the real unstoppable. Is this the authentic unstoppable? Uh, yes, but let me do my bit yes. first and then I'll, okay. I'll talk All about right. what happened there, which I had nothing to do with. Hold on one second. Ready? <laughs> okay. do, my bit. do my bit like I do every day, every, every week, except for the weeks I'm not here. <laughs> No, please. I have a wife and children. One left. 
No, please. Please, please. <sighs> Game over. Okay. So grim. So grim. You want to do skits for the show? <laughs> Everybody, how are you all doing today? We are fine. It's it's been a little bit, man. I was I was hoping you'd call back because um uh, I don't know. It's it's we were in a, a little bit of a, like the pod the podcast equivalent of a car crash happened the last couple of times. So and I, and that and I'm glad to have you back because um because I did I didn't want you to feel like I don't know I just didn't want it to be weird. So I'm glad you've chosen to call back. <laughs> Matt was worried about your feels. Oh yeah. yeah. The the few times I give a shit about feelings. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually saw somebody still have my name. It was the it was the it was the the equivalent of a, the last guy on the party who's hanging from the banister by like a string and who's drunk. Like some guy still had my name, and I was sitting there going, "What what what is that?" And they said, "Oh yeah, last week while you weren't here, we all came up with your name and and you decided to use your name to tarnish it and screw with Matt." Yeah, well, that was going, the problem, oh, and then the whole. Christ. The we whole got roll the call. Discord server, server yeah. and there were like ten unstoppables. We, we unstoppables were like, well, I don't even next, yeah. And I was like, "You guys, I can't." I can't pull <laughs> any of you in, and but then they they switched it back. It was momentary, so they didn't tank the whole show. But you know. Oh, thank and, God. Anyhow, what's on your mind? We'll yeah, have to we'll have to move question. swiftly along here. But what's on your mind tonight? I'm gonna try to make it quick. Okay, hypothetically, assuming I could survive it, this is a hypothetical. Wink, wink. I mean, not wink, wink. Um, if I could survive jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge with ninety something percent certainty, should I? Uh, I mean. It, I, do you want to? I guess. Wait, wait, wait. Are you okay? Oh, hypothetically, it would be so much fun. I mean, if oh, you, of course, of course, hypothetically. Okay. Uh, of course. I, I heard they were installing nets on the Golden Gate Bridge. Actually, I could jump past that. No worry. No, no but worry. I mean, so many people do jump. Actually, when I lived there, there was um, there was like an eighth grade uh, or some kind of junior high field trip walking across the bridge. And of course, you know, some junior high boys start talking shit. You won't do it, pussy. Oh, yeah, watch this. <laughs> Jumped, lived, and, and nobody lives. Not only because of, I mean, you have to 100%. hit the water just right because it's so far, but because of the current that just goes out to the Pacific Ocean and the temperature of the water is extremely cold. And this kid lived. Now, he had massive bruising all over his body. From and the someone you went to school with? Back. No, no, no. I just saw the news story when I lived oh, I was in like, the bay. I was like, no one can call him a pussy again. That <laughs> guy is the king of whatever junior high. Yeah. I, hypothetically, of course, for legal reasons, uh, not hypothetically, hypothetically, all that jazz. Um, I want to try not not like straight up raw, but with like protection for. for yeah, because I want to. I think it would be fun. I, I find the idea of dropping, dropping 400 feet fun. And I would, I would totally there are probably do it. Like safer it. places to do it, though. Yeah, like there six are some legs. They've got that free fall bungee thing. Do that. I mean, so your hypothetical is if you were base, if you were almost guaranteed survival. But the problem with the and Golden Gate Bridge is your the the problem with the Golden Gate Bridge is it's basically the reverse. You're almost guaranteed death. I know. Almost yeah. guaranteed survival. I don't like those odds. Why? Just so you can feel the sensation of falling? That seems stupid and not worth it. No, no. Because I want to feel the sensation of, because I feel like it. Um, <laughs> Do you live near the bay? Or why Why? I why the bridge? The Probably. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, Within don't the... kill yourself. We're not. I'm not going in. to kill myself. 
This is alarming. I mean, Skag, are you, are you a little alarmed? Well, that's, that's why I'm asking about the hypothetical, because this stuff makes me, you're making me mildly nervous, but but not super nervous. Don't good, good. Do Don't it. be fear. Don't be afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Okay. Anyway, well, I'm going to leave we're, you. We're staying within with the that. world of hypothetical. Um, 90% sounds high. I mean, but there are, you know, there are some, <laughs> there are some risks you take in life. Um, some adventures you take that have, I don't know. I don't know what the percentage risk is, but certainly like, you know, you go on a crazy, like, I don't know, climb a crazy mountain or something. And sometimes there's risk of death. There's, there's risk of death in, I don't know, learning to do a lot of different things. Uh, I, I, I'm not suggesting you jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. In fact, I'd suggest the exact opposite. And I'm glad there are nets there. <laughs> yeah. Putting on a, yeah. a contraption of sorts, whether it be a barrel or a bubble or whatever I choose. And, and a respirator, but like a, with a little tiny bit of oxygen. Whatever. Hypothetically, of course. Wink, wink. Um, no, no winks, dude. No winks. I don't like that. Yeah, no winks. Like Next thing I, I see, it's going to be Beauty and the Data responsible. Yeah, no, for... <laughs> seriously. The, uh, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no elbow nudging here. If you're, I, I'm, I'm being 100 percent serious. If you are being serious at all, we, we're not talking about this. And I need you to speak to somebody who is qualified to talk to you about this stuff. Like, yeah. if, if you're being serious on any level, I don't want to die. Okay. Die. I'm a good Christian kid. I don't want to die. But I really, really want to be a stupid teenager. Um, okay. <laughs> that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna end my time here. Uh, end right. it with that. But but yes. Thanks for that, calling that unstoppable. Catch you next time. We got oh. to do super chats. Oh, do we? Okay. All right, we have Lord Fellhand gave us two dollars and then some text in some gibberish language that looks like elfish to me. Okay. And then we have Liberative, $5. Comey had the entire case laid out for Clinton's email, and it ended with a sad trombone. Burp, burp. Yeah, well, that's what's that's what's so weird is that's the, that's the case the administration is giving is like what the administration wants you to believe is deputy attorney general guy comes in and says, uh, I don't think that he handled the Hillary investigation or the lack of indictment very well. Right. And, and, <clears throat> and so we're going to fire for that reason, I guess, or Trump has decided we're going to fire for that reason. But, uh, but Trump previously praised that too. Like he praised Comey's hand. Well, not that, but Comey's handling of the Wiener thing right before the election. Comey's I, I handling of the Wiener. Yeah. Comey's handling of the Wiener. I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to sort all this out, but I don't believe I need more information. I don't believe the administration in full because it doesn't line up and the timing is weird. And I certainly don't believe congressional Democrats who are just out on a witch hunt for Russian anything. And this is the latest piece of evidence that isn't really. Did you evidence. see Tucker last night? No. Oh, you should watch it. He has a former Democratic spokesman on who's like, I'm happy he got fired, but he's all pissed off because of the timing. And then Tucker hmm. calls out his hypocrisy. It's hilarious as usual. Um, oh, okay. that wasn't it. OK, we got Lucas Devlin, as always, giving us $14.88. Yeah, of course. Jesus. <laughs> And he says, re. re. Okay. Ooh, re. Oh, that's a. And then what last are your thoughts one. on re? Make sure let's, <laughs> let's talk this out. Yeah. And then we've got last one, Chris to the J, five, Chris to the J, $5. Oh, Blonde Chris was our first caller. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, and I forgot to mention, Dave Cullen mentioned you as a top 20 recommended content creators. Uh, yeah, I know. I was so excited when I woke up and saw that after two days of negative growth, I had like 400 new subscribers. And I was like, <laughs> why is this? <laughs> Thank you, Dave Cullen. I really appreciate it for taking me out of the drought. Yeah, maybe we can get him on the show. Yeah, I, I've messaged him a few times. Are him and Sargon cool now after that like mini beef they had? They're cool, right? Uh, probably, yeah. I was going to say, if they're not cool, that was a long maybe, time we, ago. maybe we, I know it's like a year ago. Maybe we, maybe we could have a little reconciliation. Uh, oh man. Cause I'm team Sargon. You're more team Dave. Uh, yeah. and, uh, yeah. So we could, we I don't, could, although I don't even remember what that was about. Cause Sargon like uh, crashed his stream and started ship. Like, yeah, it was like, it, like he had this whole people? case on like Sargonism and like Sargon's a secret commie and stuff. I'm probably misrepresenting it entirely. So I just know they had some beef, uh, and I should shut up because I don't know the the specifics of it. But yeah, way to get involved. I think it's with fine. Other they, old YouTube drama, nice going. They've streamed before. They've streamed before, and then because when they streamed, Sargon said nice things about me, and it made my day. So oh, was that the Dave? one where he was like, "And that blonde woman"? Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, I think I can't do a British. Uh, uh, accent very well, but he said, "Oh, this Matt Christensen guy—he makes good videos." I haven't seen his podcast with uh, with that blonde woman, but but I've seen his his solo. I have talked to you a lot of times, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so yeah, the you know, Team Jacob, Team Edward, Team Sargon, Team Dave Cullen, sort it all out. Okay, uh, I'm wasting time. Let's bring uh, Ben in AK47 in your face, or AK47 your face. There we go. You got it. Hey, how are you folks doing tonight? Hey. Uh, doing all right. Last time we heard from you was last week, and we were talking about the flood stuff in, was it Missouri? Yep. Okay, so uh, do you have an update on that? Uh, Well, it's slowly drying. I should be back to work next week, I think, if not. Okay. Oh, well, that's after. a shame. The work that was actually, actually, it is a shame. I was kind of looking, I was kind of, you know, uh, being happy with my mini vacation. Um, I've been, I went a couple hours north of my town. And the highways are pretty clear, uh, except it looks like a lake at a lot of places on both sides. Still. Um, a lot of even high water bridges are still destroyed in some of the areas around my town. Um, people are, are slowly getting, you know, set, settled back in. But I, FEMA's this is the Ozarks, has, right? Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, I remember getting drunk at the Ozarks many times. <laughs> We have some good freaking moonshine, I'll tell you that. <laughs> the only thing I know about the Ozarks is where the red fern grows. Isn't that the setting? Is it? The Ozark Mountains, I'm yeah. Pretty, yes, I'm pretty but sure. isn't it Oklahoma, I guess? Not necessarily Missouri. Uh, the Ozarks span from like Missouri to Arkansas to uh, yeah. I think maybe even Oklahoma. I, um, I forget. It's, it's, a, it's but, quite a large area. But in Missouri, when people talk about the Ozarks, they're talking about like these man-made lakes that's like party town for everybody in St. Okay. Louis. So we used to go there and get just way too drunk pretty often in the summer. You well, got uh, uh, you got another item for us besides the flood stuff. Uh, I have just a question, just a dumb question. What were, what were your guys' like favorite types of food growing up and even now? Has your tastes changed at all? Or are you still got like a nice home cooked? Uh, for me, it's lasagna. Ooh. Uh, ooh, ooh, well, I guess it depends. Like I would if my mom made me lasagna. Uh, okay, home cook me like your mom's making for you. All right, all right. Uh, meatloaf. My mom used to make it on my birthday, and so now I make it, uh, you know, just the way my mom did for my boyfriend. It always makes me feel better. Hmm. Uh, I don't. I mean, of course, I like my mom's cooking, and there, there's something about. Um, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I I 
think that my mom only my mom is capable of making mashed potatoes good like i've tried to make them good and they're not good and i don't it's not anything that i know she doesn't have a special ingredient it's just the you know there's well are you using instant or actual potatoes no well i've tried with actual potatoes potatoes. Yeah, yeah yeah uh but as far as like favorite foods in general uh i don't know if if i had to pick like a like a a junk food or like a, a food that i i don't know i like i'm definitely a pizza person uh like i can just gorge on pizza uh i had a hawaiian pizza this last friday oh that makes me hate those thing. are those oh. are a sin mad no pineapple on pizza i'm coming out by the way i oh, I, I, no. I was silent through the whole debate you no. know that's been raging lately pineapple on pizza is a-okay in I fact it's better than a-okay i don't know why this fills me with rage this makes <laughs> this makes me burn with rage yeah get mad i don't care you like your well done steaks with ketchup too I mean, I like all kinds of pizzas. I don't oh. discriminate. And then, by the way, that's a Trump thing. Are you going to rip on Trump? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you can still have shitty steak uh, tasting steak. Okay. So if you had to choose between well-done steak and ketchup or Hawaiian pizza, which would you choose? Ugh. Oh. That's an easy choice. Are you kidding? Well-done steak with ketchup. Oh, my God. No, well-done steak with ketchup. <laughs> I thought that... That's okay, how about this? Not even Heinz ketchup, like store brand crappy ketchup. Not even. I'll right. still soldier through. I'll still soldier okay. through that well done steak. As long as it's not burnt to a crisp, I'll soldier on. All right. Do you have right. any foods that you hated as a child that now you like? Oh, uh, foods I hated, I still hate, and I mean, it might even be allergic to it was corn. Uh, what? Corn, uh, corn just made me have violent reactions. Don't huh. know why. Technically, had, your body is not supposed. Your body cannot digest corn. Might be why. I had also a bad. Fact, um, I had a bad experience with curly fries once, and I threw them up, and I couldn't eat curly fries for many years. And but you know, curly fries are a okay these days. Curly fries are preferred, in fact. Uh, that's my relationship with fast food is like I enjoy it. I don't. Um, it's not like I eat there every day. I maybe go there a few times a month. But my thing with fast food is like. I get fixated on one like like earlier in the spring. I went through like an Arby's phase with the curly fries and stuff. And like once a week, I'd go to Arby's. Yeah, and Arby's is good. But then uh, and before that, the pe- Wendy's posted the Pepe. And so that got me to go to Wendy's because they did the Pepe on Twitter. And so I went through a little mini Wendy's Wendy's phase. Have you seen oh, Wendy's? You guys have game? Lion's Choice, don't you? No, I don't. In, in Missouri? No, no. In Missouri, no. you've got Lion's yeah. Choice. Lion's Choice? Yeah. I don't have it around my area now. Oh, it's so good. Uh, All right. Well, I've had Five Guys for the first time. when I went Oh, we have one here, and I've never gone in. And it's been it here for like a year. pretty damn really good. Delicious. Really delicious. All right, I should They're check really it out. generous with their fries. They're really okay. generous. Are they like good crispy fries or soggy, though? Because soggy fries ruin everything. What? Potatoes. I love soggy fries. Oh, God. They're, they're solid. They're Remind solid. Remind me never fries. to hang out with you. Don't move here. <laughs> No, it's but good. I can eat all the soggy ones. You can eat all the crispy ones. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. We're spending tons of time here. Real quick, we'll let you go. But um, do you do you have like a favorite food or hated food that you want to chime in on since we kind of clomped on you? What, uh, what's your? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, hated food. I think it's it's a it's a type of fast food. I, I hate shrimp fried rice from like a generic Chinese restaurant. I have a food aversion from like you, Matt. I threw some up when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm like, ah, nope. No more. I'll actually eat it if I go to a hibachi grill place. I'll eat shrimp then. Or if oh, I, I love hibachi grill places. <laughs> so it's good. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, just any, uh, again, I, I don't think I've changed my, uh, my stance on any food. No, wait, vegetables. 
I've eaten more, veg- <laughs> more vegetables now. That's good. I don't know. Yeah. That, that. Always. Yeah. Well, I, I, I could, I could go Always on on this topic for a long time, but we, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get some rest of the, some of the other. Thanks for calling. But I appreciate yeah, no it, problem. and I pre- Well, I'm glad. I always say I like talking about just you know some sort of non-news political things from time to time. So it's fun. Uh, I appreciate that. No problem. Thanks, man. Good night, folks. Uh, next up, well, we got. Let's do these two super chats. Oh yeah, okay. I'll pull uh, in the next call in the meantime. Liberative five dollars. Pineapple and jalapenos on pizza is the top notch shiz. I'm not a spicy guy, but we will reject your money now, Liberative. Because no, I could I could get with it, but I have a I'm not super tall. Like my spicy tolerance is pretty low. Pussy. But I'm open to the idea. And then we got Yoda Economics, twenty dollars. The other night, while in a Google Hangout, Matt said he was going to make dinner. For some reason, I pictured him making macaroni and cheese. And I started craving it. Hawaiian pizza is the best. Another person, that is insane. I do. I but do thank really. You for I, the donation you had. Well, yeah, we. I had a patron hangout the other night, and he was in. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I did say that because I, I often do these things. I get home and I jump on the call-in show. I jump on patron stuff, and I'm like, ah, I didn't even make dinner, so that's usually my excuse to hop off at the top of the hours. I, I have to pee. I'm, so <laughs> yeah. I'm inhaling Coors Light right now. I have to pee or I have to make dinner. <laughs> Um, but I haven't had mac and cheese for a while. I used to. Um, so easy. When I was living uh, alone in a studio apartment, mac and cheese was in the the pantry. Yeah. Uh, what? I used to. I, I used to eat mac and cheese more. But let me say that I will say this too: mac and cheese is a good way to gain weight. And uh, <laughs> you know, not that I am any stranger to the weight gaining foods these days, but uh, I, I try to stay. <laughs> that that's we have a like, show now, so we try to keep it tight. <laughs> uh well yeah i don't know i'm just saying like i could eat mac and cheese without stopping but i i try to avoid it <laughs> anyway our favorite uh, army medic i think army i believe army medic i don't want to misbranch him but uh he is a medic in the military Huvian, we heard from him last week about the river gibbs stuff and women in the women in the military, oh, yeah, and women in combat and stuff so Huvian, you can chime in whenever you're ready and I'm, Hi, I'm correct, right? Army medic. I don't want to misbranch you. <laughs> yes, I am okay. an army medic. Um, <clears throat> we're pretty much all the same across the board, so it's okay. Uh, so I have a bone to pick, not with you, but with these the, the video that you posted earlier today with those two uh, politically correct uh super left liberal cunts oh i don't know if i can say that on your show <laughs> oh, of yeah. course um, you can oh, so you're talking about the the women who are on msnbc talking yes. about the healthcare bill oh it was mm-hmm. so outrageous do you want to give the audience a little recap for those that haven't seen matt's video uh yeah so they were talking about um the healthcare uh plan they passed and they showed this picture and they they cropped it down so you could only see like 20 white guys and they tried to make it all about race and sex. And then they started uh, slamming on how it was horrible for women and how they didn't take into consideration women. There was no women on the board. And, and then you, you do two seconds of research and then you showed it on your video is the actual picture. It cropped yeah. out. It has like it's like super diverse women. Yeah. yeah. And what was it like uh, an Indonesian uh, woman that was up there I, on the stage? I forget what nationality she is, but yeah, she she runs CMS. Her name's Seema Verma, yeah. and she is yeah. I, I I don't know, but she's not she's not white and she's not male. I do know that. <laughs> so you sure? I, 
<laughs> well, I don't know how she identifies, but using my, oh my eyes. God, yeah. did, you just, did you just assume her gender and <laughs> yeah. her race? Oh my yeah. God. But isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, you see, you hear these claims like there were no women there and, and it's exactly it is like really no women there. That seems... Yeah, that seems yeah. like quite a tall like claim. Let's check it out. seconds of cursory investigation will uncover that that's untrue. They act like you go, it's on whitehouse.com. Like they, they broadcast <laughs> the whole thing. It's not like we have to dig for footage. It, it, it's broadcast directly to the American people. It's not I just feel find. sorry for these people who believe them. Yeah, yeah. They're all over yeah. 65, though, so we just have to play the wave. <laughs> What's yeah. the same way over at Fox what? News? And the but, and the one the lady who who made the claim that you don't need men to have patriarchy she's a professor like she teaches what does she teach she teaches political science at Fordham University her her task is instilling critical thinking into young minds uh, mind you this that, that's her job <laughs> good luck you don't need men to have a patriarchy that was one of the dumbest things and I got ever. blocked just for asking <laughs> just for asking degree at work yeah <laughs> um so my what I wanted to pick your brain about was, so I'm, I'm Catholic. I'm pretty religious. Um, I'm also pretty conservative. Um, as, as when she said that there was no such thing as pro-life, you're either yeah. pro-choice or anti-choice. And I don't know why that pissed me off so much, but I really want to pick your brain on that. Is just, uh, just no, well, what I, I didn't say is, what I would say is that both uh, the characterization of pro-choice and pro-life are at some level like, strategically chosen labels to maximize what they value i guess i don't do i think that a pro do i think that a pro-choice person is anti-life not necessarily i think that's probably an unfair characterization of their position probably or at least their intent do i think that a pro-life person is anti-choice no i think they would say that like there are some things that should not be available to choice like i should not have the choice to go over and kill my neighbor right without penalty <laughs> so really they're just playing a label game to try to win the political palatability battle and that's not really an argument it's just choosing the most the the most uh attractive label that you can you right know? right yeah i agree yeah, it's uh, I don't know why it aggravated me so much, but you know. Well, I mean, she's and if you if you go back and listen to the clip, so you, I I'm assuming and you're a pro-life person, I would assume, based on yes. what you said. So uh, and you go I back mean, and listen. Sorry, go for uh, it. Uh obviously like extenuating circumstances like if the mother's going to die and you can't save the baby, then sure. then there's that. But other than extenuating circumstances like that, then yeah, I'm I'm pro-life. Which rarely rarely happens. Like it's Correct. extremely rare rare case that the mother is going to die you know because of the birth yeah if you go back and listen to the clip too she says there's no such thing as as um as pro-life there is pro-choice or anti-choice and then the other guest says something she chimes in it's harder to hear but i heard it when i was listening back to this she says something like yeah because that means the other side is pro-death you know saying like well it wouldn't be cool if you like if you as a pro-life person called them pro-death but they don't they seemingly lack the self-awareness to realize what's well, exactly what you're doing to them like they're saying to you no no you can't be pro-life you have to be anti-choice but then they're saying but if you were to call us pro-death that's ridiculous but it's the same exact treatment you know i got a yeah. real problem with uh pro-choice the terminology of pro-choice because it tells you nothing about the abortion procedure I mean, no. they don't have to say that they're pro-death, but like pro-fetal termination would be more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> pro-choice pro, yeah. pro 
choice to terminate a fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I agree as someone who really, I mean, the, the core value that I don't want to let go of is is generally you should be free to choose your own path in life and choose basically everything so long as you don't harm anybody else in doing so or infringe on anybody else's rights. And that's the question is to what extent are you infringing on the rights of a, of the unborn by doing this? And uh, yeah. that's the that's the question I struggle with. Like, are the rights there? And if they are, then you don't have that choice. And and for what it, what it comes down to sometimes is the perception on whether this child has rights inside sure. inside of the mother, you know? And yeah. I don't know if that's true, though, because I would argue that they don't have rights, but I would I still would take a pro-life stance. It's our job to protect. Well, if nothing know. else, like the right to life. Yeah. Maybe not. Do yeah. they have a free speech? Right. You know, or something like that. But just the right to, yeah, to, yeah. to live. Yeah. To exactly. not get that's sucked I mean. out by your irresponsible mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, you're going to tempt us into, a, a, I think, a, an hour-long conversation here. So I, I, I <laughs> no, I, I like these deep kind of questions. But I'll, if you have any, um, you know, closing thoughts on on abortion from your perspective or anything like that, go for it. And then, uh, and then we'll move on. And um, Steven, Steven Suarez is up next. Yay! Um, no, I, actually, I think that's about it for me, guys. I'll let some of these other, but um, still room for that wall. Um, <laughs> Go Trump, you know, and uh, I'll see you guys next week. Thanks. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Okay. Uh, Steven's up next. How are we doing on Super Chat? Caught up there? Or we have more to... Uh, yeah, we're good. Okay. Hey, Steven, what's up, man? Oh, thank you, Blonde. I just heard the yay part. <laughs> hey, Steven. We always love talking <laughs> to you. Really? Yeah, of course. Well, I try to be interesting, but sometimes I'm like, ugh. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the pressure's but on, anyway, man. You better uh, be interesting. I will kick you out of here now. <laughs> well, um, you, you, don't take that seriously. It seems like you took. He's that like, seriously. oh shit. Like, yeah, uh, I will say too, by the way, that uh, we haven't been able to speak about it by voice. But that like wine glass that you made, if you caught the show on Sunday, Stephen had that custom. You called it a well, like okay, a whiskey yeah. whiskey snifter or something the, no, something classy. The, the the glass the glass by itself is not called a wine glass. If you were to if you wanted to order it, it it's called a brandy sniffer. They oh, you yeah, see rich brandy. people drinking it on TV. Yeah, and it's called a brandy sniffer. You can sniffer. Okay. I've liquids. never heard this term. Yeah. They make them smaller, and they're called cognac glasses. They're shaped the same, only they're uh, smaller. Yeah. Okay. But uh, the bigger ones that hold a lot of liquid, they're called brandy sniffers. It took me a while to figure that out. Like if you wanted to order that specific shape, that's what you got to – those are the keywords. Okay. Well, it's uh, that's the classiest portrayal of our show that I've ever seen. <laughs> Certainly yeah. classier than my Coors Light bottles. But I digress. What uh, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. Um, I, wanted to say, I wanted to say a little bit about the River Gate. That's another hypocrisy I see with um, people who call themselves Democrats. That a lot of times they say, "Don't try, you're fine, just the way you are." But that you can tell that guy goes out of his way to present himself the way he does with eyeliner and makeup. Why put right. any of that shit on in the first place? And um, uh, and also, I feel bad for. I know Matt said he felt bad for him too on another show, and 
um at the i had to watch that thing twice to like at the end of it he sounded like he wanted to come on again i'm like wow this guy kind of sounds lonely like he doesn't get that much attention well we felt bad for him too and then after he did a stream about us where he says that like um like i open my legs for every guy and no, that was like a podcast that he did yeah. the week before yeah and so we didn't know about that because i'm not gonna watch like a bunch of this douchebag's content before I eviscerate him in a debate. It was unnecessary. And so I didn't know that. And so by the end of the debate, I was like, you're kind of charming. Like, you're a little piece of shit, but I find you kind of charming. And then once mm -hmm. Matt told me that, I was like, wow, I wish I would have just yeah. ripped him did, so much worse. And he did do a stream. I and mean, we've talked about it, so I won't go too far into depth here. But he did do a stream after it, too, on his channel and and basically said a bunch of lies about what he was promised and what we how we treated him and stuff. And it was like, yeah, man, generally I, I did. I think that you're naive, but I think there's some level of charm there to work with and i would be open to speaking with you again in the future at some point but after he just went on his channel and ripped us i was like well go fuck yourself yeah, guess we'll never talk again you're, I, I, you're dead I, to we me. treated him i thought <laughs> i thought fairly but it, i mean especially given how he went on the attack against us yeah he did um it, like, um, you know, I've seen Lon say plenty of times to other people that, uh, or mainly these feminist chicks, like, you know, they would be so pretty if they just lost some weight or whatnot. And um, as a as a gay guy myself, I could say, you know, that guy would be attractive if he just, if he dropped the attitude, the mindset, and didn't try so hard. Yeah, just wipe off that eyeliner, let your eyebrows grow back in, and then, like, get a nice smoking blazer and, and like, lean into that southern <laughs> charm, right? Yeah. I'm like you yeah. were really yeah, failing as a gay man here. Well, he's young too. I mean, at the I same time, I have no idea how old he is. He could honestly be 16. Oh, he's 18. Okay. And I was a fucking no. idiot when I was 18 too. I mean, yeah, but were you that much of a douchebag? Uh, I don't know. Realm? I mean, I probably shared a lot of his politics, probably, but um, I don't know that I would have presented myself in the same way. But you know, he's got time. <laughs> Anyway, any any other was, thoughts on your mind? I was actually, yeah, I was I was sad statistics about um, gay couples not producing the best offspring. Well, the well, I, I haven't visited any of those websites because, um, like, uh, Matt and I haven't thought about adopting. Well, actually, he's talked about it a lot. <laughs> I tell him we haven't, we can't even train our dog. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was only. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sympathetic, too, because although that's true, like, I don't want people to make life decisions based on statistics necessarily, because if you if you'd be a good parent, you'd be a good parent, you know, Aww, and so yeah, you'll just be an outliner, you know? Well, and I always hate that it's it's made to be something that's like I, I don't like the way River and other people try to make it this weird categorical black and white. Right. And he you kept know? saying, like, so gay people can't have kids. I'm like, I'm not saying that. Like, I know people that gay couples that would be wonderful parents. And I think it would, it's good for them to adopt and everything. Um, I'm not saying but I'm just talking about this data. Like the set of data says that uh, children that grow up with heterosexual parents do better in these eight categories. I mean, that doesn't that shouldn't really change your decision. Well, and the question is always compared it, to it what? Too, and I, sorry, go for it. Well, um, some statistics that I actually do agree with that are sadly true is most um, most gay men are not interested in having families, and they're not even interested in marriage. I used to work for the corporate headquarters of a tuxedo company, and um, 
well, in the northern states, whenever same-sex marriage was legalized, the businesses up there, you know, they jumped a little bit. However, we had one or two locations in Colorado, and, um, you know, it didn't help anything. And, you know, whenever it became legal everywhere, it still hasn't helped, um, you know, the industry. is, You know, various factors, mainly because the company sucks, but uh, and I no longer work for them. But uh, that's, a, that's a side issue. However, uh, it is it is um, it is statistically factual that most gay men are not interested in relationships or starting a family. Maybe the lesbians, but not the gay men. And that's something I can say is a fact. That's enough of this hate speech. I'm cutting you off. Lesbians do have the <laughs> highest rate. Before we go, but have the highest rate of domestic abuse of any demographic couple. Um, when oh. I heard that, I was like, "Wow, that is super interesting." I was. I've never surprised. looked into that. I've heard Milo make that point several times, it but I've never true. double checked it. It's legit. Yeah, they have a lot of domestic violence within their community. Hmm. It's probably because of lesbian my... bed death. Then they just beat up on each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friend that I was in Vegas with, actually, uh, when she lived here in Houston, her and I were hanging out. We tried to go to one of her friends' houses, and we didn't realize until after the fact that. That we were that we had seen part of a domestic spousal abuse, yeah. but and the poor girl was the poor girl was banging on the window trying to ask for help, and we didn't know what was going on. Oh yeah, after yeah, it. So I've seen some of that myself. Ugh. I'm sorry to hear that. Patriarchy, Ugh. man, you got to keep it under control. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't laugh about such. You don't things, need but... men for that. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh just a closing thought before you let me go. Um sure. Blonde got a lot of shit for eyeliner. Um Blonde, the way the way you're wearing fishnet right now, you should do totally goth. You would look so hot and goth. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Steve. Thanks for calling, day. Steven. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. All right. We got a super chat from David Howard, seven dollars seventy seven cents. Blonde and Skag, thoughts on Trayvon Martin's degree. Oh, I don't know about this. Did he? I'm grasping at what I, I think I remember was... here. Wasn't he given an honorary degree from someplace recently? I have literally never heard that story, so I don't know. Um, I think I think that's the true. deal. Yeah. So I I just I'm afraid I can't really comment that much. Yeah. I think that's what happened, but I don't know the school. I don't know the circumstances. If somebody wants beyond. to fill me in in the live chat about that, maybe we can opine. But we just don't know about it. But thank you yeah. for the donation, David Howard. And if he wants to fill us in um, with more detail, go ahead and email or something like that. We can follow up on it. Uh, and Yoda Economics, who was a previous super chatter, patron and super chatter, and just, I guess, all around hero, Yoda Economics. What's up, man? Can you mute your stream? With more detail, go ahead and email or something like that. We can follow up on it. You got to mute your stream, man. Yoda Economics. All right. Oh, can you mute your stream? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Oh, okay, am I alive? Yep. Yep. Oh, so cool. How's it going, guys? Hey. All right. Hey, first of all, um, Matt, I just wanted to um, appreciate. Um, I was um, I was showing a guy at work your video today. Oh yeah. And I really appreciate the fact that um, for Patreons that you you're consistently making really 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 good videos because. There are some there are some uh, other channels that I'm a Patreon with, and they don't make videos like maybe once every week or once every two weeks. So I wanted to say I really appreciate that. I do what I can. I, I um well, and I appreciate your support for the show and and for uh, my stuff and and um, I mean I'll 
Patreon, we've said it many times, if it weren't for Patreon, I can't do this show and I can't do the videos at the volume that I do currently. Like I just right. can't. I, I, there, it wouldn't happen. So to the extent that guys like you choose to put some money behind it, I definitely do feel an obligation because believe me, there are plenty of days where I'm like, eh, the news sucks and I would rather play Halo all day <laughs> and just yeah. cash out my money anyway, um, which is yeah. me- meager anyhow. It's not <laughs> It's not like I'm I'm rolling in that Patreon dough. But I do appreciate <laughs> I do appreciate that. And I and I do want to just say for sure that like to the extent that guys like you choose to part with hard earned money to support this and the rest of our stuff, I take that very seriously. And okay. um and I and I and I want to deliver on it. So thank you. And, and I promise to blonde, I, I haven't watched many of your videos, but I'm gonna support you as well. Oh, thank you so much. There you Matt's go. Matt's channel is better. It just is. You heard it. <laughs> I won't fight you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, I uh, I am a gen I am a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. And what I don't understand is the I'm not bashing any millennials, especially anyone in here. Oh, go ahead and bash, dude. Yeah, yeah bash millennials suck. We do suck. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yesterday, I was on uh, Facebook, and I saw Ron Paul uh, on Ron Paul's channel. He mentioned something about um, uh, Venezuela and the uh, crisis. Did you guys see that elephant? No. Uh, that starving elephant in Venezuela. Oh, I heard about it, but I didn't look at even the elephants are starving in Venezuela. Oh, yeah. yeah, the elephants Jeez. at the zoo are starving and it's and I'm an animal lover and it's absolutely yeah. a heartbreaking thing. Well, didn't they break into the zoo and eat a bunch of the animals? Jesus. Uh, yeah, Christ. yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more um, about they're, this socialism. They're, they're eating dogs and, stuff. <laughs> and, it, yeah. and it's it, it's basically the fact that that um, democratic socialism is is breaking down and people are starving and i mean i wish there was something i could do personally um but um you know so anyway so to continue uh basically all these like bernie sanders supporters they come in and they say um well it's not socialism it's not bernie sanders style socialism uh look at denmark sweden and norway and finland uh, they're great, but I, so I'm just curious, what is the millennial generation's obsession with Bernie Sanders? Good uh, question. I think a Where's, lot of it is student loan forgiveness. Yeah, no financial accountability. Um, they can pretty much stay in this period of arrested development because the federal government will take care of them. It also helps out single moms. Um, and we got a lot of slutty, stupid, irresponsible women in my generation. <laughs> Yeah, and, and there's soundbite and send it to me. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah like right. I have some, I have good friends that are millennials, and I mean, you know, they served in the military, and and they're, you know, they're they're good people, but they're but the, a, a vast majority of them are just like, I, I just can't believe they say the shit that they do. Yeah, somehow, um, somehow, our generation got uh, a whole lot of entitlement injected into them, and I don't know exactly how it happens. Because uh, we were raised by feminist mothers. Yeah, I mean it, that it could be. I don't know, but f- whatever happened, I mean that that would be my guess. Is like this this attitude of entitlement has obviously bled into politics, and um, and I I used to be of much more of that persuasion. Like, well, everyone should just have this thing because that's Bernie Sanders put out a tweet the other day. Like, everyone should have health care, something like that. Why? 
because we are human beings, you know, like this empty feelings argument that's like, yeah, well, everyone should have health care. Everyone should be able to get care. I agree. But the question is, how do we facilitate that best in such a way that everyone gets really good quality care and minimizes the weight? And it's not just right. by guaranteeing it to everybody with no incentive to get more care or better care or anything like that. It's uh, I don't know. I wish I had a good answer for you. That's kind of my guess is blame yeah. all our moms they they're terrible sorry well we no. were raised my by mom baby did boomers a good job. <laughs> and baby boomers had a huge sense of entitlement oh yeah I, that could be it i i just i'm just i'm just trying to figure out like i'm just trying to figure out like like i see so many people that are just in love with bernie sanders because i used to think um because because my dad was a democrat and so i i was brought up on the notion that government can solve any problem and that yeah. if there's if there's a problem in the world, then the government can solve it. If there's this problem, then we should get a government program for this. And, the, you know, you know what I mean? And yeah. then when I started studying economics and stuff like that, I started realizing, like, oh, God, these people are fucking nuts. You know, um, there is a great video by Bill Whittle. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, I've seen him on Steph's show a few times. Yeah. If you look up his video, um, just look on YouTube. It's Bill Whittle. Um, and I think you, you may want to do like Iowa Hawk or something like that. He, I, uh, he shows a video of like, he breaks down how, even if we tax everybody at a, like the rich at a hundred percent, we tax the corporations, we tax, 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 all this stuff. It's still never going to be enough to cover the budget, even for one year, unless, you know, we borrow, I can send you a link on that, but it's it's a very interesting video. I think everybody should watch. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, get that into the universities and fix the uh, upcoming generation. Good luck. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link on Twitter. Cool. All right. Uh, I, just, I was just curious. And by the way, I did not get uh Candace Cameron's phone number. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we were joking. Uh, he was. Uh, we were doing a. Pa I was doing a patron hangout the other night, and uh, he got a reply from Candace Cameron. Is it? I said I know everything about her, but so I should know this, but I don't know. Is it Burr Bure? How do you pronounce? Burr, yeah, Bure. Um, anyway, DJ Tanner from Full House. He got a reply from her, and nice. uh, she's like forty years old. She used to be on The View. Still a smoke show. Yeah, so I said, yeah, she has, she's aged really well. Yeah, I said, get me DJ Tanner's phone number, but uh, apparently that didn't happen. Couldn't yeah. do it. Couldn't yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. Maybe I don't know. There's maybe there's. Well, we'll try again another time, I guess. Anyway. All right. All <laughs> Thanks, right, man. man. You guys have a good night. Thanks you for as calling. Well. Thank, thank you for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. Um, so we're going to have to actually have to wrap up at seven because I have to pee so bad. Okay. Well, we do have one more patron caller and then we had a question. I can right? do it. Okay. Oh, and Constantine, the mediocre gave us $5. Speaking of millennials, how do you feel about the participation in trophy industrial complex? What? The trophy industrial complex. What does that mean? Like we've, we've created a trophy culture such that we've propped up the trophy industry to be, <laughs> I don't know I if that's so. what it means. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe it was all that trophy lobby, all that participation metal, the lobby that, uh, you know, instilled these values into parents. And now they've become rich because we've had to buy so many participation medals. Maybe there's a good theory there. I don't know if that's what he means. Sorry if I'm mischaracterizing it, but thank you for supporting the show. 
Uh, All right, Mike. let's wrap this up, or this is going to be the episode where blonde pees her pants. Okay, well, I can I can talk to Mike while you go pee if you want to come back. It's okay. Yeah, they okay. want to hold you up, blonde. <laughs> no, it's all right. What's up, Mike? Hey, I haven't called in the show for a while, but a uh, few things. One, pineapple on pizza is the best. I'm okay, sorry, cool. Blonde. You should have gone to pee because we can we can hang out. <laughs> um. Also, I I I know I'm gonna get some shit for this, but uh, I, I like my steak well done. I'm sorry. That's uh, a, that's okay with me. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a hater of that. Also, um, love your guys' videos. Thanks, oh, man. Thank you so much. No problem. Um, so the start to the, I just have one question. Um, not trying not trying to hold you guys up, but um, the start to this question is a little weird. Um, especially I know Blonde isn't gonna really like it, but um, I'm a huge fan of Ben. Sh- I'm a huge fan of Ben Shapiro, and I, I know Blonde's not the I'm biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the times I see um college kids ask Ben Shapiro questions in his Q and A's. Um, right. Um, I, I like the questions that how do you tackle a certain kind of ideology. So I was debating this person in my school. Um, just just I go to NYC high school. Um, just to make this clear. Um, I'm graduating in a few months. Thank God. Oh, cool. Um. But really quick, um, how would you guys tackle um, the idea that um, African-Americans can't be racist? <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you want to provide sound bites on that, Blonde? This, this is Blonde territory. <laughs> um, I mean, okay. What I always say to people, uh, they're always like, they change the definition of racism. Now they say it's privilege, you know, plus power. Is that, is that what, what they say? Something yeah. like that. Prejudice plus power. <laughs> Prejudice plus power. That, yeah. That's the one. That's really stupid. Um, so I always say, you know, as the second that white people become the minority, do they get this power? Do they? Yeah. And time and time again, no, because historically you have been in positions of power and you've been the racist ones. I'm like, this is just fucking retribution. Well, that, that's what I hate is like, okay, we, we grant that like prejudice based on race is called racism. We, we right, understand right. that. And they say, well, that ignores the historical realities <laughs> of the power dynamics Irrelevant. between white Irrelevant. and racial minorities is like, yeah, because those were the, those were the power dynamics at the time. I don't have to dismiss history to say that prejudice on the basis of race is generally a bad idea. And that goes, if you're prejudiced against me because of the color of my skin, it, at this particular moment in time, it is talk about you could talk about it. You could measure its badness in terms of the consequence it has for society. Like maybe slavery was more consequential than like a guy down at the mall saying, look at that honky and pointing at me. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, OK. But the, but the reality is the intellectual value, the, the intellectual thinking behind it is still basically the same and we've decided as a society in the in the meantime that generally that idea having a preconception about a person based on the color of skin is a bad idea if that's a bad idea let's stop right, it, right. i don't know how to explain it more concisely than that but i don't know i don't hear that argument very often you probably do since you're still in school <laughs> yeah i hear it a lot and then i'm going to college in a few months so i'll hear Where, of... do you have a school picked out yet if you're comfortable sharing of course oh, yeah um, i'm going to a uh, university of albany it's a okay school um i believe last week or a few weeks ago you guys were talking about the whole um free college program um mm-hmm. um it's a bit different than how you guys were talking about it it's more okay. or less for kids it's pretty much to keep kids in new york city which 
I don't understand it a hundred percent, but it's like it's starting out for like kids that like their families that make less than a hundred k. Um, uh, it, it, to be honest, I, I feel like it's stupid. I, I'm I'm not paying a single dime to go to Albany anyway, but it's just well, it's a clusterfuck. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you'll get something of value out of it. I mean, I I the college experience to me was so valuable, and I really hope guys like you do get a good experience of four years of professors telling you you're wrong and playing devil's advocate and making you think <laughs> critically. I hope yep. that's what will happen. But increasingly, you know, it's just a place where you go to do sit-ins because someone wrote a fake racist note and put it on a dorm. You know, someone drew a swastika on someone's dorm marker board. So we have to protest. Incorrectly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, um, we have to move on for the sake of blonde's bladder, but, um, <laughs> but congratulations on graduating and, uh, and good luck. Uh, Hopefully the SJW jungle is navigable. Carry your machete <laughs> and uh, be God vigilant. Speed. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Let me run through these last super chatters before our question. Joel Dykeman gave us $5. Livestream catheters blonde up your game. Noted. <laughs> Dude. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be quick here, but I was watching, um, YouTube Saints after our show on Sunday night, Jeff Holiday and murder um, you. <laughs> wizard of causes show. I'll be quick. Mm, Jeff talked about how he, he had a he had a bucket on their first show. He peed in like a bucket or a, a, a thing. Okay, I'll stop. But Jeff Jeff's dedicated. He pees in a bucket to carry the show on. Oh my god, you made me wait to tell me that story. I will kill you. <laughs> okay, then we've got Peter Starkosm is oh I fucked that up big time. Here's some donation for being a good sport and holding your pee. Big fan of both of you guys. Love your content. <laughs> Thank you. Then we have Hitman R15, $20. I missed the show, but still wanted to pop in and support you guys before you go. Thank you so much. Well, thank then you. We got yeah. the C Factor, $5. Name's Chad. How you doing, people? Thank you, Chad. C Factor. That is a good name. That's that's a bro name, right? Chad. I don't know. I don't you know. know how, how people are always like People are always to me like, uh, I bet your boyfriend's name is Chad. Like, you never heard that before? Like, you date some my, Chad. My girlfriend's ex-boyfriend's name is Chad. <laughs> I'm being 100% serious. And then we got I, one more spend. I stole her away from a Chad. Oh, good. Good for you. The, the, that what Chad do you mean to Chad? Thank you, Chad, for <laughs> Thank you, Chad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, pineapple on pizza is the best. Thoughts on Generation Z? Question mark. I would love to answer that, but my bladder is going to explode. So thank you for the $5, Sven. We are going to wrap up with this one question and then get the hell out of here. Okay. To be fair, though, one word to describe Generation Z, which Generation Z is the youngest one right now. Oh, Generation Z. Yeah, they're the more conservative ones. I Thoughts hope. on Generation Z. I mean, hope. yeah, hope. Hope and change. That's yeah. what I'm going to say there for Generation go. Z. Okay. They're more conservative than previous generations. I think back until uh, back until like our grandparents' generation or the one ahead of that. Mm. What's the one above bo baby boomers? I can't remember. You're right. the one who has to peek. We have we had an emailed question, right? Yeah, yeah. Go nuts. You gonna read it? Oh no, I thought you had it. It's um, in, yeah, it's in the DM'd it to me, right? Or is it in the um, notes? I'm a relatively new subscriber and listener of the podcast, and if it's not too personal, I'd love to hear your thoughts on religion as a whole. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. Well, let um, me talk about that at great length. Uh, does is there more to the question? Does it influence your life in a negative or positive way? Uh, do you have a religious leaning or interest? Anything mm. you'd want to touch on is great. For example, the most insane thing about religion to me is that no matter how powerful one might seem, 
um, if the community of believers stop believing, the religion dies. Imagine hmm. Christianity becoming like North, uh, Norse mythology, and instead of Thor being a Marvel character, Jesus is. I'm a bit of a contradiction, uh, seeing as I am a student currently studying religion in the context of history and anthropology, but I'm an atheist conservative struggling through my degree at a liberal college. Actually, I am a lot like Blonde when it comes to political opinions and usually side with her on where you two differ on topics. Boom. I'm sure you can imagine the fun I'm having in lecture I, classes. I will throw that back professor. in your face shortly next time you're <laughs> next time you're very fake news about something. Okay, right, okay. Do, do you, no, no, I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. I'm sure you can imagine the fun I'm having in lecture classes where my professors constantly relates everything back to Trump and even it's about African culture before the trans transatlantic transatlantic slave trade. Somehow Trump is relevant to African culture hundreds of years before he was born. Anyway, thank you for your time, and I love this show. Um, I'll touch on this a little bit. I was sure. raised Catholic. You want to just you take you do your bit and then just take off, and I'll close out the show. I'll Ooh. mention my take, and then you don't have to. Thank you wait. so much. Yeah. Um, so I was raised Catholic. Um, not from childhood. I was baptized when I was thirteen, and so about I don't know twelve to eighteen or ten to eighteen. I was I was pretty religious, but always thought that I was a half-assed Catholic. So the problem that I have with religion is that I can't develop any, I've had a hard time developing any faith, but I also see the social benefit to having a Christian society. So I'm a little conflicted. Um, I'd like to bring more spirituality into my life. I'd love to believe more of this, but um, it's it's really hard for me. I'm, I'm very skeptical by nature. Yeah. And actually, um, before you get out of here, that was one of the things. So uh, we were on Warsky Live last week, and that was one of the last items we discussed. And Blonde and I had never discussed religion really before this, and I thought we would be further apart maybe than we were. Because we basically we're have a very— kind of agnostics, you know. Yeah. We both have a very similar take, which is like, I don't see—for me, it's like, I don't see the evidence to believe in this higher power as right. like a scientific reality. Um and so I don't see a lot of intellectual value in it necessarily, but hostility to it to me has corresponded with a lot of like just decay in terms of like social morality yeah. <laughs> and just Agreed. like having a functional, stable, good society that's, that's good to, to raise children and all that stuff. So I definitely see the value in, in to the extent that it teaches you to, to be a moral person, to the extent that it keeps families together instead of splitting up and they raise healthy kids who go on to succeed later in life. You can, you can get out of here by the way. And I'll, I'll I'm just going <laughs> to, thanks guys. I'll out. see you later. Bye. Okay. So, I mean, I'm kind of repeating what Blonde had said, but that, that is basically my take and we'll let her go. Uh, and I appreciate the question. I forget the name of the 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 emailer, so I apologize for not being able to to call out the emailer. But um, but yeah, uh, I'm open to it. If I can see some evidence, um, then uh, certainly my my opinion will change. But for now, I'm not going to hate on religion um, because it definitely does a lot of good things for a lot of good people. Even though uh, you know sometimes it, anything anything as a vice taken too far, like if you get into a delusional set of beliefs. Yeah, maybe that's a bad thing. But for the most part, I see a lot of um, social value in it. Anyhow, uh, we will close it out. I do want to thank all of our super chatters tonight. We appreciate it so much. You guys support in the show. Uh, thanks to all our callers and our patrons um, and everybody. We can't get through all the callers. I know. I'm sorry about that. Uh, we do the best we can. If you are having trouble getting into the show, please send us an email. Please send us a recording on YouTube. We'll play it on the show. We'll respond to your email, those sorts of things. So thank you for your patience and um, and and bearing with us as we try to put together some semblance of a show here. Oh, there goes Blonde. Uh, and uh, so we'll be back on Sunday, of course. Um, 
I we're gonna do we're gonna pre-tape with Anthony Brian Logan tomorrow, uh, a guest that a lot of people have asked for. So Anthony Brian Logan, we'll do a little chat with him. Uh, we also got the Warskis coming up on the podcast. Like I said, we were on their show. You can listen back to it on the audio platforms of our show if you want to uh, hear that conversation. So good guests coming up. Really optimistic for the coming weeks. The podcast should be good. Uh, what else can I say? Have a great night, everybody. Really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. See you next time. <laughs>